0: This podcast is brought to you by Men's T Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway, at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972, Go Men's T or visit men's Clinic.com.
1: Here we go. It's Hour 4 of the G-Bag Nation on 1053 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Uh is I got some good Cowboys content here for you. And I think the biggest opportunity for the Cowboys offense to get better without finding better players general at your service eddies there's Brian Broaddus former Cowboys scout NFL executive Emmy award winner Super Bowl champion he could find you some better players now and he's busy doing that watching film on a nightly basis already preparing for the draft yes sir Lucius Alexander's in the pimp cup over there master control here 75 and fits you LA lives coming up in 38 minutes uh, Eric Chiafalo is in attendance Zach Wolchuk's on family duty and Carter Freeman's coordinating your video at 105 fan.com twitch and YouTube You need to check out the fan socials today. We've had a lot of bet payoffs already, including Brian brought us with a wasabi cream or gel mustache. It not only singed his nose hairs, but it left like a chapping burning on his upper lip. It's still
2: burning. Yeah, Yeah, he's going
1: to be in physical pain. Chiafalo gave himself the, the Amish beard, which is not a look I've seen since about 1998. Uh, it's
3: as unattractive as any, every time I look at, at the <laughs> screen. I, I'm just blown away that you guys have lasted staring at me for the last look three up, hours. Look
2: up the uh, look up the the performers Pen and Teller. Okay. Pen and Teller, and tell me if you don't look like uh, I believe Mr. it. Teller. Would, I believe it looks like Pen. Okay. Pen and Teller, Vegas. Ve- since we're going to Las Vegas, tell me if you don't look like. Uh, I think his mm. name is Gillette Penn. He's the big guy. He's the big guy. He's not so a big anymore. Bit. A little bit like him. Yeah,
1: I can see it for sure. Eric is also uh, <laughs> laboring through a uh, a marathon bet payoff, the the gallon of milk, and he's got two hours to get down about uh, about a half gallon here. You can watch us on com Twitch, and YouTube. The
3: burps are on the attack right now. Yeah. The burps are really coming after me. Uh, I would say this is slightly less difficult than the, the cheeseburger. Boomstick yes. burger. That one was a real, real grind at the end. Uh, well, see, I
1: feel like you're going to be hitting critical mass on on the milk in your system at some point. I know. As this half gallon, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't speak too soon on that. But you are you're you're doing a pretty good job, you know. But now I'm pretty jealous of the 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 volume on some of these burps. I didn't know milk could create them like that. Yeah, I mean, those are strong.
3: Yeah, I'm not used to these. Uh, I'm not used to these burps. And then you can feel it sort
1: of coming up, and you're like, yeah. oh no, stay down. I thought, I thought maybe we, we had an incident there in, in the break room, but I, I did want to just bring up briefly, just because I'm fascinated by, by things that happen in the world that we don't have answers to, but the situation in Miami where, like, 100 police cars showed up and, like, a few of the people are saying there were alien shadow figures and, and you know, they basically EMP'd our cell phones so we couldn't shoot video of it, but there's, like, overhead shots of, like, all, all these, uh, like, 100 police cars in Miami around the mall, right? <laughs> Uh, and some eyewitnesses are being like, yeah, there were shadow aliens. And some people saying, no, I was there. There was no shadow aliens. Okay. But I just want to know why Why did 100 police cars show up? Now, the, the, the report was over teenagers fighting with sticks. Now, you got teenagers fighting with sticks. You got to get that taken care of. Somebody could get seriously hurt. So I would send like four squad cars, not 100 for teenagers fighting with sticks. Um. So I don't know. Maybe we can get some sort of uh, you know, video surveillance footage. You know, far enough away, but but sharp enough to you know give give us a give us an account. You see this right here, Brian? It's in Miami. Yeah, hundred squad cars showed up for teenagers fighting with sticks. Makes no sense.
3: No sense. Yeah, the amount of of, of police cars there would make you think there was something super yeah. super
1: serious. Yeah, we got we got we gotta lock down city blocks right here. Maybe we have some uh, Tolos out there in the law enforcement community that, uh, you know, are aware of of what's happening. The truckbrake.com fan text is open for you.
3: Maybe these kids were just super highly skilled individuals. Yeah. Four four cop cars rolled up, and they're like, we're, we're going to need some serious backup. Yeah. I mean, these kids are badasses. It was stuff.
2: more It was more than kids with sticks. Yeah, there's like tridents. Talented, ta- yeah, talented kids with sticks.
3: Yeah. 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 Like Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I get it. <laughs> At least how the, that's how the cops, the first four cops that rolled up, that's how they went home and explained it to their wives. You no, think, you wouldn't believe
2: these kids. You think, you think some cops got Three ninjas. Hit with-
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you wouldn't believe yeah. it. It was Rocky, Tum Tum, it was all.
2: <laughs> you think some cops got hit with sticks and they had to call more in? I think I
3: think everything's on the table here, Broadus. I don't think there's a single bad theory that you could throw out right now. Even that one.
2: You calling it a bad theory? No, I'm
3: just kidding. I I, 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 I just this, is, this the the is all insane. But I mean, no, it's,
2: but that's what I'm saying. Did they like? Did they initially send in like a small number and then they figured out, like you said, they couldn't couldn't some handle cops, some cops. Yeah. couldn't handle getting hit with sticks.
3: A lot going on here. Yeah, maybe maybe the, the the kids that were fighting each other all of a sudden they're like, okay, we're gonna team up for a second. Yeah. We're gonna take down the cops and then we'll get back
1: to what we got going on here. I don't know. All right. Uh, biggest opportunity for the Cowboys offense to get better. What do you think that is while, while maybe you share with us or uh, your, your insights into the Miami mall scene <laughs> at 877-881-1053? I, I do want to salute the Cowboys offensive coaches for getting a, a lot of stuff better this year. Horrible start. They got better in the middle of the season, which I think is the mark of a quality coaching staff or at least one of them. Uh, and and they're, they did that while going backwards in the run game. Their yeah. run game players got worse. Yeah. Um, because you know, you, you, you took Tyler Smith out of left tackle, replaced him with an old guy and that old guy can't run block as well as, as he used to. And you have less young guys run blocking. Um, but you know, they, 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 the, the problem is they can't really evaluate running backs. Well, um, they don't have a good handle on the running back economy, And I want to say they make horrible decisions all the way around the running back position. So I can't be confident that they're going to find a better player than what we have in Tony Pollard or what we experienced with Zeke. Like they had old Zeke for three years, didn't know it. They put Joseph Randall on us. They put Darren McFadden on us. And they're like, what? It's going to be great. It's been crap. Okay, so we got lucky that they drafted Tony Pollard. They didn't know they had like the second best YPA player in the NFL behind Christian McCaffrey sitting on their bench. So they let him sit on the bench for three years, and then they finally used him. He got hurt. Okay, so this team does not know their butt from a hole in the ground when it comes to the running back position in the NFL. Okay, they drafted Zeke. I guess they should get some credit for that, but they drafted him way higher than pretty much any other team would have. Uh, I don't think I I need any more examples pretty much uh, dominated that point, but there is something that can be done. And there is a group of individuals over there that are showing they're competent in problem solving. Yep. And those individuals, as I led into this take, are the coaches. They're the offensive coaches. And, you know, um, and if, if this run ends without, you know, getting to the Super Bowl, to me, the biggest reason is going to be your offense is one dimensional. And a lot of the talk is going to be like, how do you make the run game better or the offensive line better? Um, and we'll see if they want to do that. We'll see if they throw all in. I've been saying they need to draft one and sign one as far as a first-round offensive lineman and a quality veteran. The last three off seasons, when it comes to the offensive line, they have shown no propensity or desire to do that. Uh, They've got Tyler Smith. Uh, and that was a nice pick, okay. But I've been I've been wanting a big time investment to get a guaranteed good running game and great protection for Dak Prescott. They don't want to do that. They're prioritizing other positions, and that's fine. A lot of different ways to build a football team, okay. So how do you get a good running game while also building out the rest of the team? How how, how could you possibly do this? You know, it comes back to this, these coaches, okay. So we go to Reed Hanson, local media guy. He posted a chart that looks at motion at the snap frequency and success rate on those plays over your team's average. You're using motion at the snap on a run play. How does that compare to all of your runs as a team? The best teams doing uh, the, the motion at the snap and producing the Niners, the Dolphins, uh, they do it more and they're, they're better with it. Kansas City's pretty dang good with it. Um, um, you know, the cowboys are about average. The Cowboys are about average. They're not the the worst at the frequency of they do it. and when they do it, it's about like their' static runs is what this chart says. So, how would you look at this chart and say it's a good idea to run with motion at the snap more when this chart right here from uh, Reed posted that from uh, Doug Football Analytics, really, really cool like fan analytics site? I think Doug's doing some good work over there. The thing that we need them to do, Mike McCarthy, you know, I think specifically to insist on is practicing this enough to get to a point where your success rate running the football is significantly better when you are employing motion. That's what the 49ers do. That is what the Dolphins do. That is what the Chiefs do. That is what the Rams did when they won the Super Bowl. I don't know how you can look at this chart any other way and see those four teams like a massive blinking light at you. Like, oh, wow, those are teams that have been in Super Bowls and are having the best offense. Or, um, And then the Cowboys are average at it. I don't think, Chief, this is something, Brian, that you can flip a switch on heading into the playoffs and say, uh, guys, we're not doing enough motion at the snap on our run. We're not providing enough deception for the defense. And by the way, your numbers suggest you probably shouldn't even be trying it right now because it's not any better. You're only adding risk. This comes down to a practicing in the offseason. As we were going through the post-buy offensive evolution of this football team, we looked at those numbers and it said, oh, the Cowboys have become the number one team in the NFL in motion, right? And that was good. It, it didn't look or totally feel like an elite modern motion offense, but I went with the numbers. Now that I see these numbers, it's clear what they are missing. The 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 ball fakes, the receivers, tight ends, and backs going in different directions to create the confusion with the defense at the snap. Oh. And I think this is something you're going to have to practice all offseason. And I do believe, Brian, this is something you could improve on significantly without yeah. adding better players.
2: Yeah, I, the one thing... and. It reminded me, I hadn't studied much San Francisco film, in, you know, this year. because You know, when the Cowboys played, it was very early, and I haven't seen a lot of common opponents and stuff. Of, and so, but I'm watching, and it reminded me of how much San Francisco will send motion twice in the same play. Yeah. They'll have a motion that goes out, and then another motion that comes in. Or a motion that goes out and another motion that goes out yeah so it's like they it's like in the in pre snap it's like you know usually teams will show just have one guy move yeah or flip or whatever San Francisco does it they'll they'll do it like a guy he sets and then the next guy will move so it, it's kind of like you're really you're really playing with the defense's eyes. With your pre-snap motion, especially not just one guy, but two guys. And not just both guys going at the same time. Motion, set, motion again. And you're like going, damn. That's a pretty creative way to kind of mess with the defense a little I, bit.
1: I just hope that because the Cowboys got so serious about scouting themselves and making adjustments, they're up for this challenge. I could see them looking at this this past bye week and being like, we can't install this. We're going to need multiple sessions throughout an offseason to get the techniques, the positioning down if we hope to execute like this. What can we do now? Now it's we can do route combinations and wide receivers in motion. We can do that kind of stuff now, and it helped them significantly. The final step, I think, to evolving this offense could make them the kind of team next year that's like, man, our offensive line isn't good, but we're still running the ball well. Yeah. The 49ers offensive line isn't great.
3: Right. Right. You you see that with the 49ers offensive line. You see that with uh, even the the Dolphins offensive line. Uh, It's been super, super injury riddled and they've found ways. Uh, thanks to explosive runners and then also uh, play designs that are hugely advantageous for the offense. Yeah. And I think that there's there's layers to it. The Cowboys have implemented, and kudos to them, to where you go from the first few weeks of the season not really doing much of that stuff to all of a sudden you're making that a part of your identity, moving guys around. And everybody's got to be on the same page. And you can tell once they get on the road, it's much more difficult to pull off. Uh, so, And when you get teams like... The Niners or the Dolphins, a McDaniel, a Shanahan, this is like so much their football identity. They understand not only how to do it, but the why behind it all and the timing of everything. And there's so many like you're creating leverage as blockers, like you're, you're setting guys up not only with deception, you know, where eyes are going all over the place. But once the ball snapped because you were in motion, you did it right H-back, you are now setting up a beautiful angle here to make it an easier block on yourself, and now, boom, we're springing it. Yeah, Uh, like the the geometry involved with all the leverage and the angles like I think there is so much. It's it's an orchestra all trying to hit the right note and you don't just snap your fingers and say, "Okay, we're all going to we're all going to hit this. We're just we're going to here's the new song and we're all going to do it together. It takes a ton of time and repetition. And I think what they were able to do after the bye week was pretty impressive. But there's only so much you can really accomplish here without, you know, spending a ton of time on it. And you need an offseason and somebody who really understands the why behind it all. Hey, when you're going in motion here, it's not just because I'm sending you in motion. There are a few reasons why you got to get to this point when the ball snap because you got to be this far away from the defender because we're setting that defender up to just be out of the play. And boom, we're going to go for 40 yards on this run. Mm.
1: How, how did it evolve? How quickly was Mike McDaniel able to install it to that degree of, uh, you know, uh, technical? It seems like,
3: you know, pretty quickly. He, last year was his first year and Miami was doing this stuff, yeah. you know, but but that is he's been with Kyle Shanahan for years. That's what he's building his entire offensive philosophy on. Yeah. My, I, uh, you know, McCarthy and company and Schottenheimer, they're just dipping their
1: toes in these waters. Yeah. So but once you understand it, you could install this in a year, you know, assuming you have competent players.
2: yeah, I kind of feel like it's really the this whole the match between Tua and McDaniel is like I think that's what really makes this thing work. you've got a sponge. I know that Tua struggled with his health and all that, but the way his accuracy, the ball handling, you know the deceptive the deceptive plays, the, he, how smart Tua is. I think that's just a great – it allowed him to – it allowed him to really push it, you know, to get it turned around quickly. Yeah. Just because of the quarterback's Cerebral ability. Guy. Yeah. I think the quarterback – I think the quarterback's perfect for what uh, McDaniel's offense is really all about.
1: Right on, guys. Well, thanks for your thoughts on that. Uh, it's time now to get uh, the audience involved here, the Tolos. We're talking to you at 877-881-1053. It is time for the one segment of the week where you're encouraged to call in while intoxicated or in the process of catching a buzz. That's right. It's what you're drinking and, and what you thinking. thinking next right here on The Fan. Welcome back, G-Bag Nation. Happy Friday to you. You made it. L.A. Live with Lucius Alexander's coming up in 17 minutes. It's time now for what you're drinking and what you thinking at 877 I do see we have two lines currently open, a couple of legends already waiting on hold. Segment's brought to you by soda and state-of-the-art, and the expressway is brought to you by the on-time experts. Okay, uh, I'm drinking a 20-ounce Diet Coke. I'm thinking, uh, man, I'm feeling good. Two bet payoffs done, okay, and I do have one more to go. I am thinking, though, next week I'm going to do the Delta 8. I'm gonna do uh, the 100 club. Did you
2: get approved for this? No, uh, I'm just gonna do it on
1: your own, right? I, I assume he'll give me the green light. Uh, yeah. Pun intended. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's legal. That's <laughs> weed. It's legal in Texas. All right. You know. So uh, how much you gonna
0: do? One hundred said a hundred hundred
1: milligrams. Yeah. Right. I think that might be enough to make me very uncomfortable, yeah. paranoid, possibly speechless. Yeah. That impending doom. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, this probably the last <laughs> time. Oh my
4: God. <laughs> Googling heart attack <laughs> symptoms. Yeah. You know.
1: Uh, and I, what I've heard is that, you know, people that do those often, you know, they work up a tolerance and it's no problem. But if you just like drop in on 25 or 40 milligrams after not doing it very much, then uh, you could be in for quite an uncomfortable evening. Are we wow.
3: going to do a post-show picture of you like wilt <laughs> holding up your 100? Yes. yes. Finally, you reached yeah. the milestone.
1: Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. That's kind of what I'm thinking about. I'm just, I'm hoping that, that Buffalo actually does not lose to Miami and, and create a, 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 four week g-bag survivor losing streak for me it's already historic here's brian with what he's drinking and thinking
2: i am drinking a stella a beer stella beer and uh, i was just cleaning out my fridge so i thought i'd bring <laughs> i brought one up for Lucius. I, I i don't have any non-alcoholic beer in my fridge i'm stella makes a nice one do they yeah do they? so i'm, I'm enjoying yeah, that i'm right. a big
0: fan of stella like a nice glass. Yeah, I you know, I got Stella these glass. big cans. Yeah. I, I you sure do.
2: I, yeah, I just I I went overboard on the cans. So that's a tall. That's a proper
1: tall. Can yeah. Right Thank there. you. So so that's yeah. A I appreciate twenty four.
2: Yeah, and I, my my what I'm thinking is, if the Cowboys go to Landover and lose this game this weekend, I would not want to be anybody on the coaching staff, or in that front office, if they lose this football game.
1: You think they'd actually
2: do it? I I'm I know it's playoffs. It's deja vu from last year, wouldn't it be? I'm just I just whatever you do, Dallas Cowboys don't go lose this game. You know, with, with with the way that the owner came out today on our station and was talking about it.
1: Yeah, it's must win.
2: You you better find a way to win this football game, and you you probably will. You know,
1: so but, I think it's all bluster from the owner. You think so? I think when he's really working on firing a coach, he just doesn't say anything about him for three months. Doesn't even make him leave his office.
2: Yeah. Well, my my thinking is that if they if and I I, I don't think I picked them to win in this game twenty eight thirteen. Yeah. But you do something where you lose this game, it will be. I I would not want to be in that front office. Or on that coaching staff, if that would happen,
1: especially because their big defensive tackle is out. Um, yeah, Allen, Jonathan, Jonathan Allen's, Allen's out. out. Yeah, a couple of starting defensive. Backs it might are make out. it.
2: It might make it a little easier for you to think about what you want to do with Tyler Smith. You know, if you could play with T.J. Bass now with Jonathan Allen being out. You know, maybe yeah. that might, might help your decision a little bit better. I was surprised to hear
1: that them say that the fully torn plantar fascia is better than a partial or a strain. Yeah, um, because it's just easier to cope with. So I guess that's good news for Tyler. I didn't
2: expect him to be
1: having a real chance of being back. I thought they were just like BSing.
2: No, things. they were. They were. They were encouraged by that when it happened. I mean, that part of it. It's never good to get hurt. But.
1: Yeah. It did look bad it, it, when he went down. That that was a tough scene there, Chief. What you drinking? What you think?
3: I am uh, still in the process of drinking my uh, gallon of milk for the milk me payoff. Um, I am, I would say, let's see, probably sixty percent done with the gallon, yeah, ish. Uh, and it's really starting to, it's really starting to hit the hit the stomach. Like I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm probably gonna have to scram out of the studio maybe a couple of times over the course of this segment. Okay. I'm actually wondering, have you ever felt like your butt was playing a prank on you? Because I just experienced one of those deals where you you, you wipe and then you wipe and you're like, it's got to be done. Nope. There's still, (laughs) nope. There's still, nope. Uh, Are you kidding me? Is somebody back here? Uh, Who's going on? What's going on in this toilet right now? Somebody is pulling a prank on me. Where
1: exactly is the source of this? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to the milk. Yeah, uh, you know, I I found I experienced that less since I uh, joined the Metamucil Fiber Thin Club. (laughs) And I'm just going to say, it's never too early to get a little extra fiber. Okay, okay. You don't necessarily have to be like borderline boomer to go fiber thin it's been a blessing for me as we go into the pimp cup yeah. here's lucius alexander hey, magnesium has been my lifesaver
0: okay magnesium empty the pipes before i do anything i'm telling you bro you feel good nice and
3: light
1: Helps you sleep, sleep good you? Yeah. yeah you
3: sleep fantastic
1: my mom's trying to sell me on there
3: should they should have sent lucius out there to stop those four kids with those sticks <laughs> yeah. light on his feet
0: yeah easy uh, money let's see i'm
3: drinking water I am at the uh,
0: 1 p.m. mark on my gallon, so I am running behind. I sure am 100% thinking about getting to that Stella a little later after work. Mm -hmm. Might have me a roadie on my lap. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: I have a theory. I do have a theory from what I learned at a particular party about two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. I think uh, herpes makes you sexy. How? I think it makes you sexy, and I think it makes you horny. Well, that yep. explains Usher. I think so. How can the, the darn thing spread? I think it makes you sexy, bro.
4: Because
0: huh. I was at a party, and all the sexy women, they had herpes, bro. Mm. All the sexy women. All of them? Yeah. How did this come up in conversation? Uh, it's, it's, people were coming to kind of party. At, they were letting me know, about, yeah. hey, you want to be watching out there? Yeah.
3: There's some fine print involved
0: with yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were just, they, they just walk around just eager. The eager ones. you like, man. Yeah, well, they got, the, they got the herbs. And I think it might make you sexy.
1: <laughs> must have not been having an outbreak. <laughs> no. No. It must be
0: one of the good times, I guess.
2: Can you yeah. treat that?
0: No. No, they no. they ride with you forever. Mm. And there's some athletes in this town, I'm telling y'all, that yeah. she knows. Guaranteed. Yeah. She knows in an intimate way.
1: Yeah, you should be more careful if you get that affliction. You I can't tell. <clears throat> yeah, it's brutal. Alrighty, uh th- that is us. It's time now to hit your What phone a transition, calls. right? How about that? You feel <laughs> yeah. good about transitioning to that? I don't. That's how you do me usually.
0: You know what I mean? And then the father died. Now let's go into the <laughs> pimp Cup where Lucius is standing by.
1: Turn about the had her herpes. Lucius? <laughs> and then they died. Heath and Grandview. You're up first here in the G Bag Nation. Uh what you drinking and what you thinking, Heath?
5: I'm drinking a Diet Coke, driving home from work, and here's what I'm thinking. And it's really doggone crazy because I was going to say my dad passed away in March right before the baseball season started. He was the biggest Texas Ranger and Dallas Cowboy fan I knew. The Rangers brought home the World Series. And I ain't going to lie, cried like a baby when they did. And I got this really good feeling that the Cowboys are going to break the drought this year. Just because you know, it's just it's fitting, you know. Your dad liked the Cowboys too. Yeah, oh man, huge Cowboy fan, huge Cowboy fan. And uh, deal to me, you know, it just it just kind of one of those things, you know, that I just I got that feeling. So, Mm. and uh, also I wanted to say one more thing, um, if y'all don't mind. Sure. I have to say that if I ever just you know had the money to pay for one of those, uh, tables or whatever. I would love to buy one of them tables just so I could sit down at one of the, uh, <coughs> events.
1: Oh, Sandler swinging for down. a cause. Yeah.
5: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I love to sit down with Brian and just talk football with me. Mm. You know, I mean, I know he catches a lot of grief for being the crusty, uh, the crusty Brian that he can be. But, man, you know what? Just to sit there and listen to him talk football, I could listen to him break down and analyze players, plays, systems, uh, you know, the college film all day long. I love everyone on the show. Y'all are all amazing.
1: But First you want to talk time Brian. I've ever called. Yeah.
5: And, you know, I just got to let y'all know I love all of you. And Brian's my guy, man. got to let him know. Appreciate you, man. Thank
1: Thanks, you. dude. Cheers. There he goes, Heath in Grandview. Appreciate you, Chief. Sounds like a hell of a sports Heath. fan. I said, Chief, Heath. Salute to you and your daddy. Yep. Okay, uh, Tim's online, too. You're on the G-Bag Nation, Tim. What you drinking? What you thinking? Hey.
6: hey, Gavin, how are you and all the guys? I hope you're doing well, and I'm looking forward to the play- playoffs, and I know you are as well. I'm sipping on a little bit of ready-to-drink margarita by Jose Cruz, and... Uh, and, uh, I mean, Jose
3: Cruz, Jose Cruz. Jose
6: Cuervo, yeah. and yeah. dipping on a, uh, on a dip of skull. Nice. And, guys, I got some points today I got to get off my chest. Uh, number one, I do believe that Washington will tank for all the legitimate reasons. I think the ownership group, I think the number two pick, I think the coaches will be gone within 24 hours of the season being over. Mm -hmm. And I think that the players are going to protect their investment, which is their bodies for the future. Now, but what really pissed me off this morning, while I was sitting around listening to 94 WIP in filthy for just sparks and giggles, (laughs) a damn caller from Quebec city called in and said, The Dallas Cowboys are nothing but a bunch of chokers. Well, no red-blooded Texans is going to take that kind of ass lying down. So I called them, and I proceeded to tell them in no uncertain terms that really, Philadelphia, you choked in basketball, you choked big time in baseball. And now you're choking in football, and you have the audacity to call us chokers. That's right. WIP is a little sister to the 1053 the fan. Mm-hmm. We're your daddy because we're number one program in Odyssey. That's right. And finally, I told Brian, I told him, I said, Brian brought us, and Micah Parsons <laughs> has a good sense to get the hell out of that state and come to the Lone Star State because if you don't like that, then me, Kenny, Rodeo Ron, and Polo will meet your asses anywhere, anytime, anyplace. Yeah. Yippee-ki-yay,
1: mofo. Bang. <laughs> Tim in Carthage putting in mad work for the nation on WIP in Philadelphia. We need to pull that, man. I
3: need to go find that sound. I mean, they, they must have... They must have been on high alert as soon as they heard his voice oh, and yeah. his accent. The accent. Yeah, they knew they'd sure. messed they, up
2: at that point. They knew they'd messed up, yeah.
1: I want to salute Tim and Carthage. You know he's a great Tolo, but he also sent us a, a Christmas present once he did. again.
2: Thank you so much, Tim. And he that got me a, awesome.
1: a $50 ticket on the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. That's what he got me for Christmas. And if they win, I get 450 bucks, And I'll uh, definitely... I got a division ticket. Hey, you got a division ticket. Yeah. They wow. win Sunday. Brian gets 50 bucks at like six to one. Yeah. It's, isn't that awesome? Yeah. yeah. Tim and Carthage is the man. is a beast. Appreciate you, sir. Really well, do. Line three what you drinking and what you thinking? It's Polo and Garland, sir. First of all,
4: fellas, I forgot to tell you guys Happy New Year, but I'm going to tell you guys Happy New Year on the first sure. uh, drinking and what you're thinking this week. Luckily, I'm at home in front of my fireplace. Thanks to my friend Marcus Foster. You guys can go visit this guy in Garland. I 66 in the country club, It's a good firewood. But I want to talk about the Mavericks. I want to talk about the Cowboys and the Rangers right quick. Why is it broadest in Gavin? You guys, I don't know if you guys are from Texas. I know you're Louisiana, Oregon. Why is there a team from Texas that does win a championship like the Mavericks and the Rangers? We don't get any kind of exposure on television as far as commercials. I don't see Corey Seager selling any, any—uh, not tampons, but any uh, <laughs> any mouthwash or cigarettes or, or, or anything. We don't get any, anybody on commercials. Now, I I, want to thank Cat Williams for exposing the industry, not just Puff Daddy, but everybody. Um, Another thing I want to talk about, the Mavericks. I'm tired of looking at my phone every day on ESPN and see if we better trade manager. We ain't did nothing. Nico, what are you doing? We don't have any type of front court support. There, I, I, I Luke, I, Luke, I love you to death, but if you leave the marriage, I can see why. Because Mark Cuban so doggone dumb, and Nico Harris, you're so doggone dumb. Shout out to Roddy Ron, Tim, Carthage, for my name. You know, I'll go with you anywhere, but I'll Dallas. And the Cowboys. I just don't know, y'all. We, what happened to the running back When he came into the league when he was a rookie. We had another running back we drafted. He was just as good a preseason. And brought us is it your fault that we went 5-11 and 11 in three years? So you were the doggone scout. Bye. Keep yeah. on
1: drinking what you're drinking, us. Gotta go. There he goes. Polo in Garland. Yeah, no commercials for our guys. It is weird. I, I guess the Cowboys just, there's only so much sports fame. that it, But it, it really comes down to, like, we're obsessed with the Cowboys. We need to be the passionate fan base that like buys up all that stuff, and we're distracted buying up cowboy stuff. I think that's the honest yeah, answer.
0: Yeah, like a pool company can at least get yeah. Corey Seager or something. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely, something like yeah. that. Yeah.
3: yeah,
1: and he deserves more. I mean, he's an absolute superstar. But Corey Seager barely talks to anybody. He, I, I don't like. Think you got to do media to get quotes and audio clips to go viral to keep your name out there, and and he just, you know, he, he, he likes to be very low key. Yeah, he's very stoic. That. Yeah, a badass. Okay, line four is X Man. You're in the G Bag Nation. What you drinking? What you thinking, X Man?
7: What's up, fellas? How y'all doing tonight? Good. Awesome, you doing very well. Hey, brothers, I'm drinking the Kool Aid tonight, man. It's been seven years since I said that Drew rookie year they went fifteen and one, and everybody thought we were gonna go deep in the playoffs to win the Super Bowl. Well, I'm drinking the Kool Aid this week, this year, and I think they're gonna go deep because it's like this: We're playing these games at home, nobody beat us at home in what two years, sixteen and straight. I'm for one, sir.
1: A sixteen straight, 16 yes, sir.
7: nobody beat us there in two years, yeah, next 16, man. Sixteen straight, yeah, sixteen straight. So I'm thinking this here ain't nobody scared of San Fran because everything we want is right there in front of us. I think this is a big chance for Dak to finally get the haters off his back. Say, so, yeah, I'm drinking the Kool Aid this year. I'm thinking we're gonna get far. I wonder what y'all thoughts so are about everything. everything's lining up. But I do want to say this on your point, though, brothers, you cannot lose one in Washington because I still think they're going to play for Ron and try to win the proverbial one for the Gifford. So we need to put our foot on their throat early, let them know we ain't playing with them, and go win the Super Bowl. Go Cowboys!
1: Thank you, X-Man. That opens the line at eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. I think they're going back to the NFC title game. I think that's the most likely destination. Brian? Yeah, I mean... You had to pick when they're out. NFC title game in San Francisco, and yeah, if the Niners yeah. suffer injuries, which would be unfortunate, and I hate to see people get yeah, hurt in football, I, I don't go there. Maybe you go to the Super Bowl and yeah. lose to Baltimore. Yeah,
2: I, I think that to me, it's. But maybe it, if
1: Lamar Jackson gets hurt, I would hate to see. As it, long you as you could win
2: the Super Bowl, as long as as long as Dallas gets home games, there are opportunities to to you know, yeah. I say this this game. If you lose this game this week, you've given up every opportunity you have to go to the Super Bowl.
1: I think Jerry needs to pay somebody like a half half bill to get the Super Bowl in Dallas this year. Then we'd really be then, cooking. Yeah. Line five is Rodeo Ron. You're in the G-Bag Nation Rodeo Ron. What you drinking and what you thinking? Well, I'm, gu-
7: I'm gulping on some Jim Beans straight from the bottle and I'm sipping on some sweet tea. There you go. Timmy me, I got your back anytime, baby. And we can line them up and knock them down, but I am so sick and tired of all this hoopla about who the Cowboys don't need to play against in the playoff. It's BS. The biggest concern for the Cowboys is not beating themselves because I feel like they could beat any team in the NFL on any given Sunday, and it starts this Sunday with a win against the Deadskins. Oh, I mean the Commanders. And if you're not drinking Jim Beam, listen to 105.3 The Fan
1: of G-Bag Nation. Well, F- e- you, uh, baby. Yes, sir. Have a great weekend, Rodeo Ron. Heck yeah, Another Ron. fantastic call. Line six, Mr. Nasty. Good evening, Nasty. What you drinking? What you thinking? Currently,
8: I'm halfway through a pint of John Junio with a little bit of uh, Baja Blast.
1: Hmm.
8: <laughs> uh Recently, I've heard the uh, local trend for the uh, G-Bag Legend is you call and you give your yourself credibility. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and lay my gauntlet, and then I'll make my point. Uh, I'm going to start off at the top. I got Greg Henson, Gavin, the General Dawson, Don, DJ Pridemore, Brian, mm. LA, of course, Sniper John, Samarit, CA, Jeff Cavanaugh, Coach Balsack, Brian Broaddus, mm. Zach, Eric, and sometimes we had a Carter Freeman filling in for uh, <laughs> the recording.
1: Yeah. Legend.
8: So, that's my uh, show credibility. Yes, sir.
1: You get a prize for that. And I'm
8: gonna go, and then I'm gonna go ahead and make my point. Um, mm-hmm. As of like the last two or three months, I've heard a lot of uh, Bobby Bell criticism. Okay. Uh, his bad choke Prescott takes. Mm-hmm. His hygiene. The Adderall. Showing up late to show events. Um, I'm here to back him <laughs> up. And at the end of the day, I want you guys to remember. The guy does drive Altima, you know. You're the <laughs> guy <can't>
1: break it. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Mister Nasty. It says all we need to know about Bob. He, he is a he's a badass. He's a beast. Uh, Bobby Bell is uh, awesome. I love having him. But there's I, I'm there's more train wreck behind the clo behind the the, the curtain than I expected. You know,
2: when try I first met Bobby, try to do a podcast with him.
1: Uh, man, I can't imagine. I can't imagine trying to,
2: try to get that trying to get that thing organized three times a week. Hey, when you're going through that all-time G-Bag roster,
1: don't forget about Brian LaMartina as well, uh, best in the biz, also produced for Josh Chanel for a couple of years. Um, but that, that'll that get you a prize if you can name like 11 of the 13 all-time, you know, studio cast members of the G-Bag Nation. Line seven is Kenny. What you drinking and what you thinking, Kenny? Wasabi! Wasabi, <laughs> yeah,
2: for sure. Evening.
9: Peach. Mango, margarita, with two shots of that fantabulous rock and roll. roll. Yeah.
1: Kenny is back all the way now. Oh, what's yeah. up, buddy? Happy New Year.
9: Happy New Year, guys. Shout out to Mama Bear Brothers. Happy New Year. Thank you. Appreciate and that. Shout out to Maki playing, Landon and Maxson. And shout out to Brian. I got a new one for you, buddy, this year. Wasabi.
2: Wasabi, for sure. Hey, is your son, uh, your grandson play. Your son grandson play defense. Stars could use some help right now.
9: Yes, he's playing at defense, right in go. the top ten in the nation. There you go. And they just played tournament at Notre Dame two weeks ago, and they finished second in the tournament. There you go. Yep, he's he's coming. He's coming. He's, he'll be. Uh, he's got a birthday coming up on Saturday. He'll be twelve years old on Saturday, so he it'll be a few more years yet. Right on, Kenny. Um, yeah. What uh, you thinking? And uh, I want to say thank you, G-Bag, for another year of what you're drinking and what you're thinking.
1: Mm-hmm.
9: Of course. And I was thinking, you know, we were talking about girlfriends and things like that the other day. Back in the 70s, I had a beautiful girlfriend. She was a model. She did um, she did commercials for Silky and hair- hair products. And I was driving a 78 Pontiac Trans Am, smoking a bandit.
2: You had Burt Reynolds.
9: yeah. And I sold the Trans Am, and I bought a 75 Pontiac Le Mans that was pearl white with white leather interior. Mm. It got best of the show at the Dallas Autorama. But when I sold the Trans Am, my girlfriend broke up with me and started dating a guy with a Corvette. Mm -hmm. So about a month later, she comes back, wants to come back. I only had two words for her. Hell no. Mm. So what did I do? I dated her sister. Oh, there you go. (laughs) You're a freaking pimp, Kenny. When I was a kid, I was an ugly kid.
6: Mm.
9: I was so ugly that for Halloween, my brothers and sisters put me at the door to pass out candy. And the kids felt so sorry for me that they gave me their candy. (laughs) Rock and roll.
1: Rock
3: and roll, brother. Have a
9: (laughs) great weekend.
1: There he goes. Kenny's in the bag tonight, dude. That was one of his best calls ever. That has been. A, that he was, was swimming. One. He for said sure. he was an ugly kid. <laughs> he was an ugly kid. Ugly <laughs> kid. He can charm him though. Kenny has, Kenny yeah, has a little charisma. He's got oh, some, he does, he's got some And charisma. A few teeth as yeah. well. And in the pimp cup, we go. Oh, here's LA me. live oh, oh, oh. with Luke. Oh, Let's go to Jay. Let's go to Jay. Let's, let's go Jay. to Jay. Let's go to Jay. I Jay and Addison. I pushed him up. What you drinking? What you thinking?
8: Hey guys, I'm drinking a little TX whiskey.
1: Okay.
8: And I'm thinking now. Now bear with me now. Listen here, I believe in karma. And we didn't put Jimmy in in the Ring of Honor for a long time, and we would give some bad breaks. I remember the Tony fumble, I remember the desk catch, and, and and games throughout the season where we just don't catch the breaks at the end and get penalties and whatnot. As soon as we put him in the Hall of Fame, he say, "How about them Cowboys?" Boom. We won that game by. It was like God helped us, <laughs> yep. and then the the following day, the heavens opened up and Philly. Uh, slipped on that banana peel and we are stumbling upon a blessing of home games and winning the division i think karma's coming back in good faith to us and and i have a good feeling about this and i think we're going back to the ship baby
1: i love it jay that's a great call and that's a good way to wrap up what you're drinking and what you're thinking Praise Jimmy and Jesus. My man.
2: Yeah.
1: Amen. And Jerry's
0: seen that party going on across the street. He's like, let me get this right.
2: Let really let quick. This right. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. Here we go. LA
3: Live. All right. You, you swear. smoke. I'll fire up this funk and let's have a toe. It'll make you dance or some of
0: everything.
5: Yes, I, I use naysayer. I, I, I've used it. I admit it. I put the H on it to emphasize it's
1: naysayer. ah, (laughs) Nah. you know, naysayerness,
5: naysayer, please.
2: (laughs) you know, can you lend a naysayer, a pencil? LA
0: Live for Friday, January 5th, 2024. (laughs) It is the first Friday of 2024. This show is, uh, what have you? Guys, got planned for the first Friday of 2024. Anything? No no plans for the first Friday? Going to the Mavs game. Going to Mavs game. That's a yeah. good first Friday for 2024. Eric is going to be battling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Going to the bathroom. <laughs> You're going to be battling, bro. you struggling up in there.
3: I'm wondering how many pit stops on the ride home will it take. It's like a 45-minute ride home. Yeah. I'm thinking three. <laughs> yeah. Quick trip. I'll see you soon. It's gonna sound like a marching band up in that joint. Brothers, what you got? I'll tell
2: you what, chasing I, Bobby I, around. Yeah, no, I did. Uh, I did. Uh, you know, with Ooh. the gumbo, I had a bunch of leftover rice. Yeah, going for some uh, chicken fried rice. Okay, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make me some chicken fried this rice. had extra rice. This man
0: be enjoying himself. Yeah. Hey, don't crash out this weekend like that dude that jumped over the judges bench in Vegas. Don't crash out, y'all. Oh, here's a man. weekend warning. This weekend
1: safety briefing. Do
5: not add to the population. Do not subtract. From the population. I'll be the one. Do not right. end up in the hospital, newspaper, or jail. If you do end up in jail, establish dominance
0: <laughs> quickly. Yeah. 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 G, back in the day, we do it every day on the fan at 2.30 If you see anything floating out there on social media, don't be afraid to hit me up. Lucky Lucius P. Eric, you all right, bro?
3: I'm doing all right, He's man.
0: Struggling, fam. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Struggling. All right.
0: <laughs> our winner and champ, still champ, it's uh, Lions head coach Dan Campbell. Big Dan Campbell. He was on 97.1, the ticket up there in Detroit, the Odyssey Station. Dan Kimmel went in there and charged
9: those boys up to the game. Yeah, I told, I told our offense, I think I, I said this before, and uh, we're going for the win. And we're going to go down, we're going to score, and we're going for two. And, and I wasn't coming off of that.
3: So if it was like 10 or 15, like a holding penalty, you still would have gone for it?
9: No, if we're getting outside the 10, no. Okay, we that's we I'm outside yeah, the 10 yeah. every week, good on good. <laughs> we do it every week, O versus D. Yeah, I th- like when,
2: when you got the penalty and moved do it right, to the – Go ahead and f- say it. want
9: to hear none say of it. that. Both of you. What? Say it. Say what hear. you want to say.
3: I think from the seven, it's a low percentage play. I think your chances of winning are lower than if you kick the extra point. <laughs> so I
9: would. I would. Like you would say it to anybody else. Hmm. I'm on the radio. Say it like you want to say yeah.
3: it. Yeah. I thought it was a reckless decision.
9: Thank you.
1: Okay, but you don't regret it. No. <laughs> it Heck sounded yeah. like they had him in a corner pretty good. Like, they were audibly they rolling their eyes yeah, at him and stuff. Yeah, they tried. Yeah.
3: What you say, that, Lucius? That's like having a, a, a wild animal backed into a corner? Oh, yeah,
0: you can't do that. They will bite. will attack you.
3: I do imagine Dan Campbell, like, w- he walks around on all fours.
0: Yeah, and gets belly rubs and everything. Absolutely. You know what I mean? They got snacks for him. Yeah, you did a great job, Coach. Here you go, Coach. Good coach. Good boy. Good boy, Coach.
1: They can do the leg <laughs> kick thing again. <laughs>
6: <laughs> hey,
0: empty out the clip on a Friday. That's what I'm going to do because I have a whole lot of stuff. Still stuff from 2023 sitting in here. I even told you, Dawson, I had some C-spin trolls. (laughs) I have so many, bro. I I did, I overdid it. Okay. I overdid it. I got like Uh 25 clips. I'm gonna try to get through some of these. We'll probably hit some more next week. Uh, There's a caller in debt and he needs some help. It's a troll. It's a troll y'all.
3: Our next call, Newark, New Jersey. Go ahead. Yeah. Hi, I got myself into
5: really bad debt. I was uh, paying one credit card off with another for over four years. Uh, I just went on and on and, you know, I mean, I'm like really broke right now about to file bankruptcy I, you know i'm trying to get a penile implant i need to enlarge my uh package to pick up the chicks these days you know, oxford
3: gonna... north carolina is
5: <laughs> i just love how they keep rolling
3: they just, they
0: just they <laughs> move right on what a tough job bro yeah it's gotta be a traumatic job working at that C, c-span desk it's
3: always on edge <laughs>
0: always on. you don't know where it's going because yeah. like you have to be on top of all subjects yes and then this, too, at the same mm. time. Listen, this caller right here, or should I say a troller, asking personal questions.
6: We go next to Camden, New Jersey, on the Republican line. What do you think about all this?
0: Good morning, Brian, wow. and uh, thank you for
5: C-SPAN. You're welcome. When did you lose your virginity?
6: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What do you How mean? old were you? <laughs> I'm not about to answer that question. When you lost your virginity? When did you get hey thanks nice to hear from you always good to hear our callers when they're like that
2: what do you what do you mean he's got a power through man your c-span power through. it must have been good for ratings yes i don't think anybody's watching us for the content but
9: yes. they, they
1: love these prank calls yes our ratings triple when we get a lot of prank calls yeah. guys We oh, deal with
0: it Lord. I love how he said, man, thank you for C-SPAN. Because yes. he knew he was about to troll him anyway yes. This
1: is right up my alley. Thank you for this prank <laughs> you, platform. Man. This thank is you, what we God did before much. the internet. I just salute people that are still doing this post-internet. Yes. Yeah, this they're is, keeping it alive.
2: This is prank calls on television. This is what yeah. this is.
1: Yeah. Uh, this man
0: right here is concerned about a woman's place. He needs to be worried about his own place.
8: For Republicans, Jed, good morning. Oh, um, hello. I feel Jed. as though,
6: um, the, uh, <laughs> women should be uh at home and uh making sandwiches and pushing out babies and having their period and- all right. we'll
7: try to have hey. a constructive conversation yeah.
3: Yeah, i was fine with the sandwiches but then you started getting to the other stuff and across yeah. the line okay, okay. Uh, this fellow right here is con- uh he's
0: concerned they caught him real quick
6: I don't know how much longer he can last. His balls are huge.
1: Uh. (laughs) Wow, that is impressive. That is very, very impressive.
0: They caught him so fast.
1: Yeah, the guy earlier after the penile enlargement line, he he let it go for three or four seconds. That that, that producer must have got fired in favor of that. He was all over it. (laughs) Uh, It's tough
0: on the hardworking man out here. They call in the C-SPAN and tell you about the woes of the life
2: again jim on our republican line please go ahead with your question (laughs) republican line it's funny yeah
5: you know uh
3: thank you c-span and peter uh you mentioned something about uh sharing the burden and i just want to say you know i go home every night turn on the news see these congressmen and women getting out of their limousines with their law degrees but you know for me you know on main street i'm uh i'm still getting a nine dollar haircut and uh you know i drive a pretty nice van and for that unfortunate but what I hate is that I'm becoming the one with the draconian policies. I'm becoming the vilified. I, you know, I manage a Quiznos, and uh, these punk kids come in, and, uh, you know, they expect a free bag of chips, as our deal used to be. But, you know, times have changed, and i got to say, you want those Doritos? Well, cool
6: f-ing ranch
3: kids. <laughs> Man. So smart. He strung that one out for a while. So smart. Yes. He built up some credibility yes, with the guys. Did. Like, okay, this is legit. Yeah, well, let's, yeah. let's see where he's taking us. Oh, jeez Hey,
0: yeah. hey, 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 hey. Sight. All right. Uh, what's this one? Oh, this troll right here has talent. This is the last one for me. Well, I'll play two more. I'm going to get out of here. This is this troll.
4: Thank you. Philadelphia. Go ahead.
5: Boy, the cars are really fired up
4: this
5: morning. Um, I just want to say I have a really big I can suck my...
4: Let's go next. You know, it's really very unnecessary. Next, we go to Washington, D.C.
1: Strangely erotic. (laughs) (laughs) What was that, college number?
0: (laughs) Yeah. He'll do numbers on OnlyFans. Do numbers. Uh, (laughs) Oh! Do I want to play this one? This caller thinks he knows the host. The Rick Roll. Fil- filibuster is funny because it just never ends. Uh, I'll just play this one. I think this guy knows the host.
6: Port Jack and Wagon Mound, New
1: Mexico, Republican. Hi, Jack.
5: Hi, Greta. How are you? Morning. Yes, this is Jack Strickland. It's a great day here in Wagon Mound. Look, I hate to bother you at work like this, but did I leave my wallet on your nightstand?
6: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Brenda, Houston, Texas.
1: Great pipes on that guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah thought he was a, definitely a co worker. Yeah, yeah. It's a bet payoff reporter. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> bet payoff. That, guy. Re,
0: that Republican lobby jumping, bro. It, it absolutely. The Republican lobby jumping with the jokes, man. <laughs> on, on a Republican. A sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. All right, girls, I'm pulling out. That's it for me. Lord willing, the creek don't rise. See you on a Monday. Have fun. Don't crash out this weekend Don't like they do out. with the judge, okay? Oh. Let's keep it together because this year right here is going to be a wild one, 2024. Buckle up right now. This is only day five.
1: Woo. There he goes, LA Live every night about 540 here in the G-Bag Nation. A uh, couple of stories coming up next. How many out of the top 100 television broadcasts of the last year were NFL games? You mm. might be surprised to hear the answer to uh, to that trivia question, but also have some baseball stuff. Should the Rangers be the team to give this guy a shot? Then a Friday news dumps coming up for you here in the GBAC Nation.